So one thing I say a lot is that you have to do the work before you go to work. And a lot of small businesses, entrepreneurs, don't, they fail or they don't, they fail to achieve the success that they actually want because they haven't done the work before they go to work. So what do I mean by that? When we're, when we own a business, we know we need to do something, right? We know we need to do something. We need to go to networking events. We need to post on social media. We need to advertise. We need to build a website. We need to sell something and get a client. Like we know that we have to do things. And yes, action is great. And you need to be doing all of those things. But if you haven't, quote, done the work before you go to work, meaning before you go out there and start doing all of those things, those activities are not going to be as successful as they could be. This doesn't mean they won't be successful at all, but they're certainly not going to get you to the big goals that you want and that you had in mind when you started your business. So what work do you need to be doing before you go out there and get to work? So number one, in no particular order, you have to have a very clear understanding of the client you wish to serve and what their biggest problem is that you solve. Right, You have to understand where that intersection is between the problem that they have and the problem that they solve. You have to have a way, number two, to talk about your business that's more than just labels because labels don't mean anything to anybody. They don't stick. They don't land. You want to be able to attract an audience, thus filter that down to attracting clients, which means you need a way to talk about your business that creates emotional connections because every buying decision is made based on emotion and then justified with logic. You need to have stories that land because stories is how, how humans connect with each other. So you have to have a way to talk about your business. I call it magnetic messaging that will draw your clients to you. You have to have a full understanding of your numbers, all sorts of numbers, the numbers of clients you close versus the number of clients you potential clients you talk to, which products and services do you have that sell the best? What are their profit margins, your expenses? You have to have a complete understanding of the metrics that are behind your business. And you need to have a marketing plan that's backed up by data, not just feelings, right? We talked about that before. You have good gut instincts, but your feelings will lie to you. So you have to have a marketing plan that's backed up by data instead of feelings. And yes, that actually means tracking yet another set of numbers, tracking what works, what doesn't work, so that you can make those data-driven decisions. Basically, what it really comes down to is you need two guiding lights. You need two guiding lights in your business. Number one, a really, really clear goal. You need to have a really clear goal. And number two, 
You need to have a strategy that gets you to that goal. Having a clear goal and a path, the strategy that serves as a litmus test for all the decisions that you have to make in your business. And yes, again, we're going back to this idea that business owner equals chief decision maker. The goals that you have and the strategies that you're using create a way for you to ask yourself, is what I'm doing going to move me toward my goal or away from it? Because there is no standing still. You're either moving toward the result and the outcome that you want, or you're doing things that move you away from the result and the outcome that you want. And you're not going to know what's moving you towards or moving you away if you don't know what the goal is that you're even trying to achieve. So if that's the case, why do so many small businesses not have these things in place? Why have they not done all of this work, right? First of all, taking these types of steps bumps way up against every limiting belief and subconscious fear that you have. Your subconscious, you start doing this work if you haven't done it before, and your subconscious starts to go, oh my God, she's making a move. She's going to get more visible. She's going to do things that are scary. She's going to put herself out there. Wait, wait, wait. Let me keep you very, very safe in your comfort zone. So when you start to do this type of work, if you haven't done it before, it is going to trigger, I'm not a big fan of that word, but it is true, trigger all sorts of negative feelings to try to get you to stay safe and play small. Number two, why don't we do this work? It's hard. It's hard work. It's hard work. And we've been programmed to avoid things that are hard or uncomfortable. And we want to instead do the things that feel good. This takes a lot of work, truthfully. It takes a lot of work. And it's not the work that you wanted to do when you started your business. When you started your business, the work you wanted to do was helping your clients. And none of what I talked about as being necessary to do the work to do before you go to work is about helping clients. That's not the fun part. It's not why you started your business. It's like you went into business to help people and now you wake up one morning going, holy crap, I'm a business owner. This is not what I signed up for. It's not the glamorous work. It is not the glamorous work to have to figure this out. Even for people who know how to do this, like I know how to do this. I have an MBA in marketing and executive leadership. I have corporate experience. I focus on business strategy. Like this is my jam, but doing it for my own business, not the most fun I've ever had. It can feel very uncomfortable. You can feel like you don't know what to do and it can feel hard. The other piece that comes into play here that stops us from doing it, and this took me a while to really learn how to do, it's hard and we don't do it because you have to learn how at the same time to hold on to the vision but act in the present. 
right? Those are two things to hold on to at one time that kind of go in opposite directions, right? Hold on to the vision and act in the present. And I say this because, again, we want that North Star. We want that guiding light of where are we trying to go? But if we focus too much on the end result and don't take into account where we are now, we end up with big missteps. We overreach financially. We jump into things our business isn't ready for. We become um, victims, so you say, to insta tactics because they promise us the big outcome that we want but our business isn't ready for them, right? So we have to learn. It's hard. We don't do the work because we have to learn how to hold the vision and yet act in the present at the same time. Um, the other reason we don't do it is we're just not sure how to do it. This is not what most people know how to do. And that makes sense because after all, you started your business because you're good at doing the thing the business does. Maybe you're a photographer. Maybe you're a graphic designer. Maybe you're a social media manager. Maybe you're a bookkeeper. Maybe you're an organizer. Maybe you're a consultant of some type. Most businesses aren't in the business building business. They do something else. So it's completely normal to not know how to do this. So we don't do it because we don't know how to do it. And then oftentimes, by the time we realize, this is a big one, by the time we realize we need to do this, right? So you start your business one piece at a time. You take one step at a time. You do something, you add the next step. You do something, they add the next step. And by the time you realize, oh my God, I am out of bandwidth. This isn't working. I'm doing all this work, but the work isn't working. You're out of hours in the day and days in the week to take a step back and now go do this work. I call this, you've created a situation where your business is all in your head. Not that you're imagining it, but everything in the business bumps up against you because you're the only one in the business who knows how to do it. It's all in your head. So we've created this situation where it feels like there's no time or availability to take the steps back to now do this work. It feels like it's a ton, ton, ton of work. And how in the world are you supposed to do everything you already need to do in your business and do this work? It doesn't feel sustainable. So those are all the things that keep us from doing the work. So we went over what work needs to be done, a sampling of it. We went over a sampling of what keeps us from doing the work. So about now, you're probably like, oh my God, Erin, you're supposed to be inspiring and all you are is freaking me out even worse. This is not helpful. I totally understand, right? That's fine. That's fine. So some good news here. I get it. So let's think of it this way. It doesn't have to be crazy hard. This is not something you do all at once. You do not have to do all of this all at once. Pick a duck, put it in a row, then pick the next duck and get them in a row. One step at a time. This is not asking you to shut everything down for a month and figure this out. This is just one step at a time. So yes, there's a million moving parts to this. 
But what do they say? How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So this is completely doable one bite size at a time. And it's the type of thing that once you start chipping away at it, you're going to be amazed at how fast you can go and how far you can get there. Again, one step at a time. Number two, and I love this phrase, choose your heart, choose your heart. You get to choose your heart. Sure. Is this hard work? Yeah, it could be hard work. But so is working all day, every day and not getting the results you want. So is reaching the point in your business where you're overwhelmed, frustrated, burnt out because you just can't do anymore. And so now you're ready to give up, turn around, settle for what you think you can have instead of what you really want. You get to choose which hard you get to keep. And here's the truth of it. Most people don't go in a business thinking it's going to be easy peasy, lemon breezy every single day. So you did expect some things to be a little hard. So which hard do you want? Do you want the hard that's learning some new skills and having to do some thinking? Or do you want the hard that I call banging your head against the wall approach to business? Because you get to pick. You get to pick. Because being a human and we're all humans, being a human here, your biggest asset, your biggest asset is your ability to choose. Your ability to choose. So it's time. We're coming up on the summer. You know, I like to reverse engineer everything. The fourth quarter, what happens in the fourth quarter is what sets up your next year. And the work you do over the summer is what sets you up for this fourth quarter. So rather than wait until what I call the oh, holy crap season of business, rather than wait for holy crap season of business, which is after Labor Day and before Thanksgiving, where you realize, oh, my God, I only have like two months to do everything I planned on doing this year. Let's do it differently. Let's choose to do it differently this year. And let's start to chip away one duck at a time, one bite at a time at the work you need to do so that by the fall, you are just ready to go to work. Setting yourself up for your next season of success. You get to choose. So what are you going to pick? Let me know.